Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, Mortgage Mom here. Hey, if you're a homeowner, you've probably got some equity in your home. Do you have debt that you need to get rid of? Well, give us a call. Let us take you through that blended rate calculator that I always talk about. Let's determine if it makes sense for you or if you should keep what you have. How do you do that? We'll book your phone consultation. Go to our website at mortgagemomradio.com and you can book your call right there. Once again, that's mortgagemomradio.com. Debbie Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's the Mortgage Mom. Mortgage Mom here. Have you been thinking about buying your first home and you just don't know where to get started? We'll book a phone consultation with either one of my loan officers or even me. How do you do that? We'll go to our website. Go to mortgagemomradio.com. Right there, you'll see a book phone consultation and get on the books. Talk with us. Let's get you started from beginning to end. We'll walk you through that process. That's mortgagemomradio.com. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we're going to be talking all about the uh, CalHAFA, which is the California um, Housing Finance Agency. They have come up with a brand new program for all first-time buyers. It's really going to be a great program. I am very super excited about it. So I want to make sure that you guys have all of the details. If you've been thinking about purchasing a home, you live in California. So unfortunately, this is a California program. This is not any other states. This is California. But if you live in California, this is a phenomenal program that was just rolled out by CalHAFA. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We're going to talk all about it. I do want to remind everybody that this is an, uh, an interaction 
based show. So I do want you guys to let me know you're here. Give me your questions, put them into the feed. We are going to get those answered for you. Uh, I could see that my dad's always already jumped on and said, hi, um, Danielle jumps on and says, long time no see your teaser text message piqued my interest. Danielle, this is actually a really good one. And it's not a tease. It's actually I give you guys exactly what's being rolled out when it's being rolled out. So you should stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're going to jump right into this one because it's some fantastic news and I do think it's going to help a lot of people purchase homes and even more exciting is that those income those income limits are actually uh, quite large so it's going to help a lot of people that do make some pretty decent money who have felt like they've been priced out of the market have an opportunity to be able to jump in and be a first-time buyer uh, I can see Heather jumps on she says hi all Heather thanks so much for joining and be part of being part of the show. Uh, Diana jumps on. Yes, I can't wait to learn more about this program. So we are going to jump right into it. I do just want to let everybody know it's interactive. You can ask your questions as we move along. It does help my content to deliver you the information that you need and answer the questions as they come up. So please do not hesitate. Many of you that are listening to this show are listening on Saturday by radio, which means that you were not interactive with the show. You didn't jump on during uh, the recording of it, which means that you're not getting to ask your questions live. If you want to be able to follow along and do this live with us, as Danielle mentioned, she got my text message. You need to get that text message once a week to know what we are talking about and that we are live to be able to join the stream. So how do you do that? Well, you're going to text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU, W-E-L-E-N-D, and the number four. Now that is also the telephone number to call our office. So if you are interested in this program, you want to be able to take advantage of it, you want to see if this is a good fit for you, well, you call the exact same telephone number and you are going to be able to talk to me or one of the girls on my team and we can go through your scenario with you and tell you if you would be a good candidate for this program. But we are going to go through some of those guidelines today to make sure that everybody understands what it's all about. So the first thing that I do want to do is I want to tell everybody that this is for first time buyers only. So if you currently own real estate or you have owned real estate in the past, this might not be for you. However, a lot of people don't know what the definition of a first time buyer is. So a first time buyer is somebody who has not owned any real property, so no real estate, within the last three years. So you could have owned a home five years ago, 10 years ago, for whatever reason you sold it, and you have been renting for the last three years. You are considered a first-time buyer. So this is first-time buyer's only. Now, if you have a co-signer, that co-signer or co-borrower also needs to be a first-time buyer. So if you are a husband and wife, you are a mom and son, you are a um, daughter and dad, whatever that the, the scenario might be, everybody on this loan must be a first-time buyer and must be 
owner occupying the property. So parents cannot co-sign for you and live in their own home. Friends can't co-sign for you and live in their own property. But you and your buddy could go in and buy this property together if you are both first-time buyers, have never owned real estate or haven't owned real estate in the last three years, and you are both going to occupy the property. So those are, that's number one. If you feel that you are in, still in with me here, you, you can check that off of your box, then keep listening because there this, this really could be the program for you. Now, what is the California dream? So this is what's really important. Um, they are going to give you, the California uh, Housing Finance Agency is going to give you up to 20% towards a down payment. So that is big. If you've been pre-approved for a loan already and you couldn't quite get to the sales price that you wanted to get to, and we were talking to you about a normal down payment assistance where you were getting a second and a third to try to cover down payment and closing costs, but it was a small FHA loan, three and a half percent down. Or if you were just a straight FHA or a conventional with three or five percent down, this is going to make your first mortgage balance much smaller because they are giving you up to that 20%. So think of it this way. Let's say that you were buying a home for 500,000 as a good round number. 20% of 500,000 is $100,000. So you would be getting a mortgage for 400,000 instead of uh, if you were doing, let's say, a 5% down conventional loan, that would be $25,000 down. So you'd be getting a mortgage of four seventy-five. dollars So the easiest way to put that into play. So let's say that you qualified for four seventy-five. dollars Well, that means that you still qualify for four seventy-five, dollars but because of that help with that down payment, your purchase price is going to be lifted. So it is going to help you to qualify for more. So lots of excitement here. I really do think that this is a fabulous program and I do think that it's going to help many of you get into properties that didn't feel like you could before. Now, what's the cool thing about the 20% down? So the mortgage would be a conventional loan, no FHA, and there's no mortgage insurance because mortgage insurance doesn't exist on a mortgage that has at least a 20% down payment. So that monthly payment is also going to be a little bit better than what it would have been had you been making a payment with mortgage insurance as part of it. So this just keeps getting better and better, guys. And I do want to just keep reminding you it's interactive. So as you have questions, please put them into the feed. I will read them out loud and I will answer them for you. So so, so far, we know that they're going to give you up to 20% as a down payment. We know that you have to be a first-time buyer or considered one in order to be able to qualify for this program. It does have to be your owner-occupied residence, so this would not be for you to buy a vacation property or to buy an investment property. You would have to, uh, they do expect that you are going to live in this home as your residence. So we've covered those three pieces so far. So what is the situation with the 20%. How does it work? What do you, you know, do you have to pay it back? So yes, and, and let's jump into that right now so that you understand how that 20% is going to work. So you are going to get a mortgage for 80% of your sales price. 
easiest way to explain it. If you have 10% down of your own funds, you could get a loan for 70% and then you could have a second mortgage for 20. So it depends on how much that you do wanna put down on the home. We can absolutely explore those options with you. There are possibilities there for you, but let's just go with the basic. I have nothing. I was looking for a zero down. I was looking for down payment assistance. So let's talk about that scenario. So you're going to get a mortgage for 80% of the price of the home. You are then going to get a second mortgage for 20%. So you will have two liens on your property. You will have your first mortgage lien and you will have a second lien. The second lien will be for the 20% that they are giving you in the down payment. That 20% is repayable. You do have to repay that at the time that you sell the home or when you do refinance the property. So it's not free money as far as you don't have to ever pay it back. It's not a grant. You do have to pay it back, but it is 0% interest. You're not getting interest charged on this money. However, why would they do this for you if they weren't going to be able to get something back in return? So it is called a shared appreciation loan. So what that means is that you will be giving them back on top of what you borrowed, you will be giving them back 20% of the equity in your home at the time of either refinance or sale. So a lot of people kind of go, hmm, not quite sure I like that. I shouldn't have to give any money back for my appreciation but they helped you get into a home that you could not have secured any other way, okay? They are taking those funds that you're paying them and they're putting them back into the pot to help the next round of new home buyers that are going to need that assistance as well to become homeowners. You wouldn't have gained the equity in your home had you never purchased it. You wouldn't have gained the equity in your home had they not helped you to get into it. So you do have to think of it that way, okay? I actually don't think that it's a bad deal. I think it's actually a really good deal. I think that you're sharing the wealth. You are getting into a home that you couldn't have secured without their help. You are giving them back their money and 20% of the appreciation of your home at the time of sale. So what does that mean? So let's go with that same round number, 500,000. Let's say you purchased the home for 500,000 and your home goes up to 600,000 at the time that you sell. So there was $100,000 in appreciation that you earned by becoming that owner, that homeowner. So you would owe them back the 20% that you had originally borrowed and you'd owe them 20% of your 100,000. So that is $20,000 of that 100,000. That is the easiest way to explain it. So for $20,000, you were able to secure a property, purchase a home, become a homeowner, and gain $80,000 in equity. I think it's a pretty fair deal if you ask me. Um, Danielle jumps on and says, what happens if you don't sell or if it transfers through generations in a trust? So at the time of transfer is when it would have to be paid back. So even if it transfers to, um, you know, to a trust, it, wherever that it is transferring to, at the time of the deed transferring is when you would have to get that paid back. Um, so I hope that answers that. Caitlin says, what if you pay it back at 0% before you sell? So that's actually a great question. Uh, I do believe that you are, you can pay it back. You are allowed to make payments towards the dollar amount that you borrowed, but you are always going to have to pay back the 20% at the time of sale. So you're not gonna be able to get around that or get away from it. Um, Bianca jo joins us 
from Facebook, she says, what if it depreciates? So if it depreciates, you will have to actually pay back what you borrowed. It's no different than if you take a loan from a bank and your property does drop in value. You owe more on the property than what it's worth, but you still owe it. So you would have to pay back what you borrowed, but there would not be any appreciation that would have to be paid back. So there would be no additional on top of what you actually borrowed. Um, Diana says, uh, so it's like they are letting you borrow 20% with no interest. Yes, there is no interest on it. You're borrowing the 20%. It is shared appreciation is what they call this loan type. So the only time that you uh, would actually owe them more than what you borrowed is at the time of sale when you would be cashing in to get your equity, you will owe them 20% of the difference between what you purchased it for and what you're selling it for. If you go to refinance, it would be the difference of what you purchased it for to what the new value is on the home. So when you get that appraisal done, that value is what you would be paying the appreciation on. Um, Karen says, great question, Jennifer. I had the same one. Thank you, Debbie, for clarifying. You're absolutely welcome. Uh, Karen's my mother-in-law and she loves getting on the show. So thank you for watching, Karen. Um, Diana says, that's not bad. And it's not. It, it really is not bad at all, you guys. Again, this is a way to help you get into a home where you otherwise couldn't. So we can look and we can be on the greedy side of things and say, well, they're going to get 20% of the equity of my home. This is just, I should, okay. But where do you guys think that the funds come from in order to offer these kinds of programs? They have to get it from somewhere. Normal down payment assistance programs on those seconds, on those thirds, helping you to gap the bridge of your three and a half or your 5% down and giving you the additional third to cover the closing costs. Those types of programs are going to have interest that's going to build on those loans that you're going to take. You're also getting those lower down payment loans. So you're paying mortgage insurance monthly. Totally different scenario, but they're still charging you interest and you're still paying back. So this is just their newest uh, jump into the world of shared appreciation. There are shared appreciation loans right now that are out there and available for people that own homes that are trying to look for equity lines of credit. Maybe they don't qualify for an equity line, so they go in and they do a shared appreciation second where they say, give me this, I don't make a payment, and then when I I do sell, I'm going to pay you back X amount of percentage of, you know, my ownership. So th these loans do exist and this, this is just the newest way that they are trying to help to bring uh, California, you know, renters to home ownership. And I think that it is really amazing. Uh, Caitlin jumps on and says, what if you refinance in a low market? Can you pay the 20% then and not sell. Um, so I do believe that that is the case. You can pay the 20% back at the time of the refinance, but I am going to tell you that this program just rolled out literally two days ago, and I have made it through the majority of the underwriting guidelines, and I will actually get that answer for you next week for 100% sure. So I will answer that question, make sure that you know the exact answer next week. This is a great time for me to tell you guys that next week on 
my show, I will actually have our head underwriter. He is the underwriter for all of JMJ Financial. He will be on the Mortgage Mom Radio Show next week talking about this California dream. So he will be able to get very, very specific with you guys on guidelines, and there won't be a question that you can't ask that won't get answered. So make sure that if you're loving this program and you want to know more, that you guys do tune in to next week's show right here on Wednesday. Now, I know today's Thursday. I'm a day off for this show this week, uh, but I had a migraine. If you guys live in California, you have been feeling the winds, the rain, the pollen, and oh my gosh, my head was absolutely pounding yesterday. So here we are today, Thursday, doing our normal Wednesday show. And this is a great time for me to remind everybody that if you want to be live with me, you've got to get those text messages because there might be an off week like this week where I don't go on at one o'clock you know, on Wednesday, but at least you don't miss the show. So once again, if you guys want to be part of the show, you want to get into the details with me every single week, you've got to text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Also, same phone number to call us. So if you guys are liking this program, you want to know more, you want to get pre-approved for it, just call the same number. You can text us, call us, um, and you can send us an email. You can go to the website. You can actually apply right through the website, get your application started. That's mortgagemomradio.com. And I would suggest if this is something that's piquing your interest and you might want to take advantage of, I would highly suggest that you guys do that and you do it quickly. One thing about these programs when they roll them out is that they always have a certain budget of money that they set aside for these types of programs. When that money runs out, the program's out. So what they'll do is they'll stop lending, you know, they'll stop lending the money until it gets replenished. Well, if somebody purchases a home today, how long does it take before they actually sell and, and replenish, right? They pay back. A lot of times that's many, many years down the road. So we could have some gaps where we're waiting for the next year for them to replenish the funds for this program. So definitely don't hesitate, don't wait. I would jump on this right away. We're gonna talk more about that here in just a minute and we're going to keep digging into the details and I could see that Heather actually has some comments as well but I need a water break so don't go anywhere two minutes I'll be right back and we'll keep going Debbie Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. Mortgage mom here. Hey, have you been thinking about doing some home improvements or renovations to your home? Well, property values are up and interest rates are down. Why not explore whether that's something that you can do? How do you do that? Well, get on the books. Get a phone consultation with us. What do you do? Go to MortgageMomRadio.com and book your appointment right there. That's MortgageMomRadio.com. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, I want the attention. I am calling out to all my sneakerheads, my hat men, my Funko Pop guys. If you like collectibles, if you like sneakers, all the Nikes, Jordans, Adidas, Asics, New Balance, 
If you are digging on those baseball caps, all those my fitted Sports World 165s, the hat clubs, all the great styles and brands, we have got them at runawaysoul.com. We have got the best pricing in town. We match those of the big sites like StockX and Goat and eBay, but we don't have any seller fees. Everything we carry is guaranteed authentic. We have free shipping and it's fast. You're talking a couple of days to get your product. So run on over there and check it out. It's runawaysoul.com and make sure that you use one of our discount codes for even lower pricing. Once again, that's runawaysoul.com. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, I am the Mortgage Mom, and today we are talking about the California Dream for All. This is the uh, CalHAFA new program. It's their shared appreciation program that they have launched. Um, really quick during the break, I got to go back and kind of read a couple of comments. So uh, Caitlin says, you're the best. Also, when you sell, you pay them the 20% you borrowed and 20% of the appreciation. And yes, Caitlin, you got that right. She says, oh my God, me too, migraines are the worst so right before break I was talking about how I didn't do the show on YouTube on Wednesday I did I'm doing it today on Thursday because of those migraines this California weather is killing me but I know we need the rain so thank goodness for that um, so Heather did uh, actually jump on so and I was going to touch on this so I'm happy that she brought it up and I'll kind of explain it a little bit further she says Deb per their handbook they do allow the borrower to refinance the first mortgage loan into a single limited cash out refinance without requiring immediate repayment of the shared appreciation loan. So yes, that is absolutely correct. If you are going to do nothing more than a rate and term refinance, no cash out whatsoever, all you are trying to do is to lower your interest rate to get a better payment. So think about where we are at today with the market. Interest rates are definitely elevated from where they've been over the last couple of years. So if interest rates, let's say you took advantage of this program this year and next year interest rates were to drop, they will allow you to do one time a refinance without touching that second. So they will do what they call a subordination of the second to allow it to stay in place so that you can do a refinance and lower the interest rate on your first loan. So that is allowed one time. But if you are going to do a standard refinance where most people are looking to do a refinance, they want to take some cash out, they want to pay off some bills, they want to get out some money so they can do some home improvements, a standard refinance, they will not do a subordinate uh, subordination and you would at that point in time have to pay back what you owe and the appreciation. So thank you, Heather, for clarifying that. I was going to get to it, but I wasn't quite there yet. So good, good call. Um, all right. So back to the California program. We're going to keep talking about it today. I hope you guys are checking off the boxes going, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. And you guys want to get this pre-approval started. So um, the next thing to know is you do have to do online homebuyer education. There's a couple courses that you will have to take that is required in order to get this loan. It is something that you can do at any point in time. You could do it now today and get it done and over with. You could do it uh, you know, right before you're getting yourself under contract and into escrow, but you will have to get this online homebuyer education done. So if you do go to the CalHAFA website, you can find the homebuyer education there. If you want to reach out to us, you can call my office. You can contact us through the website. You can send me an email to Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, 
at mortgagemomradio.com. I would be happy to send you the link off for that homebuyer education so that you can sign up and get that done. So get it done, get it out of the way. Uh, this is really, really great. Um, so county limits, this I think is where this is the most important piece and the most important factor for everybody, because you might be thinking, I just make too much money. I'll never, I'll, I'll never qualify for this program. I, I, I won't even be able to take advantage. So I did pull up a couple of the counties that I think are really important for those that that are listening to me today. The majority of my uh, my listeners are in LA County, Orange County, and Riverside and San Bernardino County. That's the majority of the people that watch and listen to the show. Now, I do have people all over the nation. And again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, sorry, guys, this isn't for you. This is a California-only program. This program works anywhere in the state of California. So you do not have to live in a certain county. You do not have to be rural out in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't matter where you live. If you are in the state of California, it applies to you. But quickly pulling numbers for those counties that the majority of my listeners are in, I want you guys to to hear these income numbers. So everybody that is in your household that would be on your loan, so if there's just you, if there's you and a spouse, you and a friend, you and a um, you know mother, father, sister, whoever it is that's buying this home together, we already talked about you must both be first-time buyers and you most you must both or many of you, it could be three of you, um, you all have to occupy the residence, okay? First time buyer, owner occupancy. Your income all in for every person applicant on the application cannot exceed the following limits. So for LA County, you can make up to 180,000 a year. So that is a really big number. Many, many of you at that number are struggling with trying to be able to save to come up with a down payment, this is a program for you. Um, Orange County, you can go up to 235000 in annual income. So that is a big number, Orange County. Riverside County, 173000 So, you know, if you are in a county that I didn't mention and you want to know you know, what your income limit would be for your county. Some of the counties up north have even bigger numbers than even Orange County had. So if you are in a county and you want me to tell you what that income limit would be for you, please again, just reach out. We're here to help in any way that we can. We want you guys to apply on the website, get your application started. We want you to go to the website and book an appointment for a phone consultation. We want you to call the office and get an immediate transfer. We want you to send us an email if you're a little bit shy and ask your questions first. However you feel comfortable contacting us is how we want you to reach out, but get it started. And I'm going to explain that a little bit more. I know that I mentioned right before break about how money can run out, you know, in these types of programs. So I'm not going to give you affirmative information because this is something that I have heard through the pipe, um, throughout the industry as all of us loan officers, all from different companies, everybody getting excited about the new program that rolled out. Hey, did you hear about it? Hey, does your company do it? Are you guys offering it, right? Um, so some of the um, hearsay that has been going around that I've heard is that this program, they have allotted $5 million to for this program. So $5 million might sound like a lot of money, okay? But if you're buying a $500,000 home, which is actually a kind of fairly low-priced property for Southern California, where most of my listeners are from, 
$100,000 is 20%. So if if every person takes $100,000 on average, which some of you will take even more, some a little bit less, but let's say that's the average. Let's just say, and I actually think that that's low for an average, but let's just say that that's what it is. $5 million is only 5,000 loans. How many people are going to want to jump in and get this program? We could very, very quickly see this program run out. So again, if this is something that you've been thinking about, you know that homeownership has been a dream. You've been trying to get there. You've been trying to save the money. You just haven't been able to. You got pre-approved, but you didn't get pre-approved for a number that was going to help you to purchase in this market. This would be the time to reach out. Please don't delay. Please perk up your ears. Please fi- you know, light that fire underneath your tush. Please realize that this would be a fire drill and something that you definitely want to jump on very, very quickly. Um, Danielle jumps on. She says, I was going to say 5 million, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a small number. And again, this is what I've heard. I could be absolutely wrong. So I do want to make sure that I put that disclaimer out there. Somebody could call me and say, that's not our number. Um, but that is the number that I've heard. And I actually got it from a very reliable source so I'm pretty sure that it is accurate so it it will most likely run out very quickly then they'll all have to get together they'll have to talk about new budget they'll have to talk about replenishing it and so there could be a period of time where we see that this program does not have any funds to lend and that it could be kind of put on hold until they get through meetings or we get to the next year that they replenish it and so forth so just keep that in mind that could happen if you wait too long um caitlin jumped on says you will not have to pay pmi correct so you are correct caitlin so this This program is not for um, an FHA, let's say, type of loan. They are only allowing this program with a conventional loan, a Fannie Mae conventional loan. So with 20% down that they are, you, that they are, Uh, lending to you because it is being lent to you. It is not being given to you. It is not being gifted to you. You are paying that back at the time of sale like we talked about at the beginning of the show. But with what they are lending you, they are giving you that 20% for the down payment so that you do not have the mortgage insurance on the first mortgage. Now, one of the cool things with this program is they will actually allow you to go to 105% in your loan to value. So I know I'm talking lender terms right now and y'all might be like, what is she saying? Okay, so let's, if you you still have closing costs that have to be paid for. So let's say you buy that home for 500, you take your loan for 400, they give you the second for the 100,000, that gets you to your 500, but you've still got closing costs. Closing costs can run anywhere from about one and a half to 2% of your sales price. So let's go high and say 2%. That means to get into the home, you would need about $10,000 for the closing costs. Closing costs, you can negotiate with a seller to cover. So if you wanted to try to get the seller to give you a credit of $10,000 to apply towards your closing costs, you could be getting into this home with zero down. If the seller will not do that and you don't have that extra money saved for those closing costs, they will allow you to take an 85% loan. So instead of the $400,000, you'd be taking an 85% loan and then get the second for the 20%, which would put you 85 and 20 at 105%. So at closing, you're going to owe 5% more than what the house is worth. 
what you bought it for, okay? So follow along with me there. But it gives you that extra 5% to help you to cover the closing costs. Now, in that scenario, if you take an 85% first mortgage, not 80, you would have monthly mortgage insurance. So could it possibly have mortgage insurance? Yes, but my suggestion would be, let's do the 80, let's get you the 20, and let's get you in touch with a really good real estate agent who can help you to negotiate your contract to get the seller to cover the closing costs or maybe part of the closing costs and maybe you can come in with a little bit of your own. Because that mortgage insurance, it is going to save you a lot to not have to pay that monthly. So we would definitely want to avoid it if at all possible. But at the end of the day, even if you had to pay the mortgage insurance, you're becoming a homeowner. You own something that could go up in, in value. The longer that you hold on to it, it will go up in value. I say it every single show, real estate is for the long haul. If you own this property and your plan is to hold on to it for a long time, it will always, no matter what the market is going, happening, doing, dropping, going up, appreciating, depreciating, you're always going to have additional uh, appreciation in your property if you hold on to it for a longer period of time. So keep that in mind. Caitlin, that was a great, great question. And again, I want to remind everybody, it's an interactive show. I want you guys to keep bringing in those questions. I want to answer them for you. Next week, we're going to get really nitty gritty. So think about this show. Think about everything that I've said, everything I've talked about. And if there is another question write it down, write it down, or send me an email with the question in it, and I will make sure that our very own Tony Kuda, our underwriting manager for JMJ, uh, actually gets that question and gives us that answer on next week's show. So however you'd like to do it, write it down, stump them right in the middle of the show, email it to me in advance, we'll get those questions answered for you. I do want to take this time to remind everybody, if you wanna do this with me live, you wanna be part of the show, you wanna ask your questions, you want to interact, uh, you got to do it with me live. And the only way to know that I went live is to get my once a week text message. So text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Same phone number to call my office to talk to somebody. Uh, go to the website, mortgagemomradio.com. Send us a message right through the website. You can do your application right on the website. Whatever you guys want to do to get in touch with us, please don't wait. If this is something that's been your goal, you want to buy a home, you make less than 180000 in LA County, less than 235000 a year in Orange County, you're a first-time buyer, or you haven't owned a home in the past three years, Take advantage of this, guys. It's really a fabulous, fantastic program. It truly is. So we're going to take a quick break. If you have any more questions, throw those into the feed during the break. When I get back, I'm going to keep talking, underwriting guidelines about this program. I think it's wonderful, but stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. She's a mortgage mom. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, the mortgage mom. Did you know that interest rates are down and home prices are up? Well, this is a great time to consolidate that first mortgage that you have with that home equity line of credit or second mortgage that you might have outstanding. If you want to know more, you want to know what that might look like, you want to know what those payments might be, what kind of interest rate can we get you, well, give us a call. You can reach us at 844-935-3634. Or hey, go to our website, mortgagemomradio.com. 
Dibney Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we're talking all about Cal Hafa's Dream for All, their shared appreciation program. I think that this is wonderful. We've talked about a lot of the details so far, but we're going to keep going because I want to make sure that you guys have it all. You can check mark it off and say, yep, that works for me. Yep, that works for me. So let's keep going. Um, what I did is I pulled, um, Cal Hafa actually has an attack attachment that is their frequently asked questions. And because these are their frequently asked questions, I'm going to guess that many of you guys might have these questions as well. So I'm going to read the questions and then I'm going to read the answers that they've provided. And if they're needs to be more detail, then I'll explain a little bit deeper for you as well. So the first question is, what is the dream for all shared appreciation loan? So we've been talking about this already, but I'm going to read to you in their words how they describe it. The dream for all shared appreciation loan is a shared appreciation loan program that provides loans for down payment to qualified home buyers. Upon sale or transfer of the home, the home buyer repays the original down payment loan plus a share of the appreciation in the value of the home. Those repayments are then used to fund future home buyer down payments. So we did already discuss this in pretty good detail, but if there are any further questions, please go ahead, put those into the feed and I will answer them for you. What is the maximum loan amount for the shared appreciation loan? So the maximum loan amount is up to 20% of the sales price or appraised value, whichever is less. So that is a good one for me to explain a little bit more in detail. So right now, what we've actually noticed recently happening again, it had stopped for a minute and now it seems to be coming back, but there's very little inventory on the market, which means that there are uh, more home buyers going after the same properties, which is creating multiple bids. And when there's multiple bids, people are trying to either outbid each other or they're trying to do something to make their offer stand out. So let's say, for example, that you were to over, you know, offer more than what the seller is asking for, or let's say that what the seller's asking price happens to be the highest one that's ever sold in the area. When the appraised value comes in, if the appraisal does not match the sales price, if the appraisal is lower than the sales price, they are not going to give you the 20% based on what you agreed to buy the house for. They're gonna give you the 20% based on the appraisal. So the reason that lenders get appraisals is to make sure that we're not giving you a loan for something that isn't worth, you know, what you're borrowing. We're only going to give you loans based on those appraisals. So that is very important. Um, and if again, any further questions, please keep them coming. Um, what are the income limits for the shared appreciation loan? So again, I actually already gave you guys those income limits. LA County was 180,000. Uh, Orange County, 235,000 and Riverside County, 173,000. If you are looking in a county that I didn't mention, again, 
just send me a message, call the office, go to the website, send me a message through there. However you want to get a hold of us is totally fine. Send me a text message right now. That's fine too and we'll answer that question. So again, how do you do it? What's the phone number? It's 844-935-3634. 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Okay, so are borrowers required to make monthly payments on the shared appreciation loan? And the answer is no. No payments are deferred for the life of the first mortgage. So for as long as you keep that first mortgage or as Heather did make sure that we were all aware of, if you refinance that first mortgage one time, no cash out, just trying to lower the payment, um, for as long as you keep that second mortgage and you own that home, there are no payments that are due. You're not gonna pay anything back, it's all deferred. Does CalHAFA allow borrowers to make payments on the shared appreciation loan? So this kind of goes back to, I think it was Caitlin that asked this question. Could have been Danielle, but it, I think it was Caitlin. Um, yes. However, payments are applied to the principal balance only and do not affect the shared appreciation portion. However, paying off the principal balance in full will trigger the repayment of the shared appreciation portion. So that is really important for you guys to understand. So yes, you can make payments, principal payments towards the balance of what you borrowed of that 20%. But if you pay it off, it is going to trigger that you owe that 20% additional. So don't pay it off completely if you're not prepared to pull the money out of your pocket to pay off your appreciation. Um, let's see, Caitlin says, what if you have the down payment and savings, but don't want to spend it on that? Would you still qualify? Yes, you will, which is great uh, because there are a lot of homes out there that maybe you can find, but they're fixer uppers and you're going to take all the money you've got and you're going to put it into the down payment, put it into the closing costs, and then you have no cash left to do any kind of repairs, which again, makes you feel like you've been priced out of the market. So in this in this loan program, that is okay to have those funds. You do not have to utilize money, even if you have it available, you could hold on to your own cash get into the property, and then have the money that you need to do any kind of work, improvements, repairs, things of that nature. It, that is absolutely acceptable, not a problem, Caitlin. Um, is the percentage of shared appreciation dependent on the percentage of down payment? So yes, it is, okay? So for borrowers with income above 80%, of the AMI, so that's the um, the, they're, they're look, talking about the median income, the adjusted medium in, median income for an area, um, you're going to pay back less than 20%. And so if you are somebody that is within that income level, then we will go into that for you um, in exactly how much your percentage would be that you have to pay back in the appreciation versus somebody that is over that 80% AMI. I'm going to tell you that the majority of people who are going to call us that are going to want to utilize this program who live in LA, Orange, Riverside, or Sam B counties um, are going to most likely be making well above that AMI. And so that is why I'm really focusing on making sure that I'm driving home the 20% that you would have to pay back in the appreciation. But if you are somebody that is in that lower income level, you are below that, you fall within that uh, 80% AMI, which we can do the lookup tool, talk to you about you, where are you buying and see if you fall within that. Then we'll talk to you about what your appreciation percentage would be. 
Um, does the shared appreciation loan need to be combined with a Cal half a first mortgage? Yes. So um, the shared appreciation loan must be paired with a dream for all first mortgages. So the way that it works is number one, you can only get this program if you go through a lender who is an approved Cal Hafa lender. So mortgage mom, me and my team work for JMJ Financial and we are approved with the Cal Hafa um, website we are approved with their uh, their finance authority and we can go ahead and write those loans for you so you can't go out and find a better rate you can't go out and find a better loan um, cal Hafa actually has interest rates posted on their website they're posted daily every single person that gets a cal Hafa loan gets the same interest rate i have no control over it uh, the other lender down the road that also does them has no control over it. It doesn't matter who you call or who you do the loan through. Everybody's getting the same loan and the same interest rate based on the loan amount that they take. So there are still CalHAFA high balance loans, conventional high balance loans that are over the um, you know standard loan limits. And then there's low balance loans, but those interest rates are what they are. There's nothing that you can do to change them. Uh, I can see that uh, Cornelia, hi Cornelia, good to see you, never seen your name on here before. She said, i sorry I missed parts. I heard that the program was considering a first time refi without repayment. Has that been confirmed? Yes, it has. They will allow you to do one refinance one time where they will subordinate the second lien. Uh, so you do not have to pay it off immediately. And that refinance can only be a rate and term. So you cannot get any cash out whatsoever it is literally just to try to lower the monthly payment if interest rates were to come down and they will allow it one time so yes that has been confirmed uh great question though i love it and i'm sorry that you missed part of the show but it's gonna be right here on youtube for you to watch whenever you want so you can go back and get more um okay so here we go Da, 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 da. What, what Cal Hafa first mo mortgage loans are eligible to use with the Dream for Shared Appreciation Loan? The Shared Appreciation Loan may only be combined with a Dream for All conventional loan. So again, you guys, that's why I'm trying to tell you, it doesn't matter who you go through as far as what kind of interest rate that you're going to get or your loan terms. What matters is who you go through as far as the service that they provide. So of course, I'm going to go ahead and say the best service you could possibly ever get is with us here at Mortgage Mom Radio. And we definitely want you guys to call us. We want you to apply on our website. We want you guys to get these applications started. So um, please utilize us. We would absolutely love that. But um, if you want to see what the interest rates are, there's no hiding it. There's no rate sheet. It's on their website. It's right there for all to see. It's published and everybody gets the same deal. Um, can the My Home Assistance Program be combined with the shared appreciation loan? No. Um, the My Home Assistance Program may not be used with the shared appreciation loan. So I do want to say that the shared appreciation loan can only be used with a dream for all first mortgage, and that is it. There is no additional down payment assistance that can come in behind it. There's no zip programs if you've ever looked into uh, a CalHAFA before. This is its own program all on its own and it cannot be combined with anything else and you cannot go out and shop for your own first mortgage because you might be able to find a bank with a better uh, mortgage rate they're just not going to allow it um, let's see mark says can you combine with a 203k loan no you cannot a 203k loan is an fha loan and this is a conventional only fanny only straight normal financing that's it 
It's the only thing it can be combined with. Um, Lordy Grand says, hi. Oh, she wants to offer me a promotion for, for my channel. Go away, Lordy Grand. We don't want you here. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, does my borrower need to be a first-time home buyer? Yes. So we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Um, who can originate the shared appreciation loan? Lender eligibility to be eligible to participate in this program. Lenders must be approved by CalHAFA. Uh, Lakeview Loan Servicing is the master servicer, um, which we are. So again, we sure do hope that you guys reach out to Mortgage Mom. We'd love to help you guys get this going. Um, what areas of California are eligible? So properties located anywhere in the state of California may be eligible for this program. So as I mentioned a little bit before, is homebuyer education on Cal Half Alone programs? Yes. We talked about that too. Get your education done, guys. Get in there and just get it finished. Um, yes. In addition to the homebuyer education and counseling required for the dream for all conventional first mortgage, at least one borrower must take additional Cal Half a homebuyer education specifically for shared appreciation loans. So there are two programs, two education programs that you do have to take in order to be able to obtain this financing. So get it done. If you don't know where to go, again, send me an email, Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, at mortgagemomradio.com. Be happy to get you the links to the homebuyer education so you guys can sign up and get that started. It's not super hard, guys. It's going to take you a couple hours or so, okay? But you have two to do, two. So you want to make sure that you guys get that and get it done. Uh, can the borrower receive cash back from the shared appreciation loan? And the answer is no cash back. You cannot get money back. Um, what is the shared appreciation when, sorry, when is the shared appreciation loan due and payable? Repayment of the principal and any share of the appreciation on the shared appreciation loan shall be due and payable at the earliest of the following events. So here we go. We're going to break it down. Transfer of title. So that goes back to the question we had a little bit earlier. What if it changes hands through generations? Oh, it would still be due. You'd owe it. Sale of the property. You're going to owe it. Pay off of the first loan. So again, if you do a refinance one time, they'll allow you to keep it in place. But after that, pay off of the first loan is going to trigger it. Pay off of the subordinate loan balance. So again, if you want to put money towards that to try to pay it down, that's great. But don't pay it off completely because when you do, you're going to owe the difference. Refinance of the first loan. So again, we talked about that. The formal filing and recording of a notice of default. So if you do stop making payments on your first mortgage and your mortgage does go into default, that is going to automatically call the note due in full. You are going to have to pay back what you borrowed. So that is actually really good to know. I'm happy that they uh, put that in here. What happens if the borrower pays off the first loan and stays in the home. The shared appreciation loan is due and payable, including any a shared appreciation. So I think you guys are kind of getting um, where this is going. This is one more important piece that I am going to read out loud. That again, we're going to get even more into detail next week. I think it'll be a great show, so make sure that you join. And if you have any questions in between, you want to get those applications started, give us a call, send me a text, send me an email, Go to my website, fill out the application, get it started, get it started. Do the loan application, you guys. So how do you do that? You call us. It's 844-935-3634. It's Mortgage Mom Radio 
dot com. Uh, so Leo gets on and says, if I add another 10% on down payment, will that help? For example, with monthly payments. Thank you. Yes, it would. So you can, if you want to take 20% from them, 10% of your own money, you'd be getting a loan for a 70% loan and you'd have a 20% second and you'd have 10% equity in your house. So you can absolutely do that. That is not a problem at all. And again, it really is helping people to qualify for a little bit more or maybe qualify for the same, but get that payment down into a level that's more comfortable than what you had originally been told when you did your original pre-approval. Um, so last part I'm going to answer is, is there a cap of the amount of appreciation that the borrower will owe on the shared appreciation loan? So for example, what if you do buy that home and you hold on to it for 20 years, right? Are you really going to have to pay 20% back of all the appreciation over 20 years? So it says, yes, there's a cap on the amount of appreciation owed, the amount the, a borrower will ever repay is two and a half times the original loan amount. So if you were to borrow $100,000, two and a half times that would be $250,000. So you'll never pay them more than $250,000. Um, so that sounds like a lot, but depending on how long that you hold on to the home, think about if your parents had bought the home 20 or 30 years ago. I can tell you I bought my very first property in 1997. 1997. God, I'm dating myself. And I bought that property for uh, $50,000. <laughs> So a lot of you going, oh my goodness, if we could just do that today. I mean, it was a little itty bitty tiny one bedroom condo. It was a conversion that used to be an apartment complex. I mean, I, I went ghetto guys to get myself started, but it was $50,000. That property today is worth about $400,000, right? And that was how many years ago? And again, 30 probably at least, almost 28. 28 years ago, probably. Um, so, you know, it, if you hold on to a property for a really, really long time, it is nice that they have put that cap into place. So I do hope that I brought you guys some really great news. I hope you're really super excited. And I do hope that you either call the office, reach out by email, send me a message through the website, or get your application started at mortgagemomradio.com. That's 844-935-3634. Three, four, and we'll be back again next week. I hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you so much. I'm sorry I was a day late, but I'll be back next week on Wednesday. Talk to y'all real soon. Bye-bye. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208 Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom <laughs>